Don't call it a comeback because we never left. Last week was just an observation week instead of a teaching one. Sometimes we gotta adjust the curriculum so you don't wind up an 80-year-old politician asking if an app connects to Wi-Fi. Oh sure, I know to you laymen we only appeared to be stuck in a coil on the playground or needed the fire department to cut us loose, but that shows how little you actually know. For those that have ascended can tell that the coil is the bedrock of society. A place where one can observe unnoticed, hiding in plain sight as disgruntled soccer moms talk about how they think their husband's having an affair and taking pictures of the coil to show their respect. There's no other reason as we are invisible within its twisty arms. Praise be to the coil! Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that creates religions to hide its shame. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Uh, you did it. Oh, it. The second one. It could be the first one, as far as people know. It is the first one, as far as people know. It, who knows? Maybe I re-recorded it later, because I, I flubbed up some of the words. Because <laughs> I absolutely did. You. The world will never fucking know. I, I, we, we haven't been... I, the last episode was just a meh intro that I wrote, because I was ex- extremely tired, and I didn't really want to write it. But and, and you, could, you couldn't pawn it off to me because I wasn't around. And I was never going to pawn it off to Eric because fuck, who knows what that would have oh, been. No. Oh, so, no. So, and last week I didn't. So it's been a while since I wrote like a real intro. I had to really put my all into it. Do you, so, okay, before we move on, fun thing about this intro. It was, a, it was originally a lot weirder. <laughs> if, you, if you can believe how that. Is it, how is it weirder? Unless you can't share... While we're live, how is it weird? No, I could absolutely, I could absolutely share it because who the fuck cares? But like, so originally the line was going to be hiding in plain sight as disgruntled soccer moms talk about how they think their husband's cheating on them, which they're right by the way. They're cheating on them with us. That was the original line. <laughs> or like they're cheating on them with the mailman. Or, like, they were going to cheat on the husband with the mailman, but little do they know, the husband's already fucking the mailman. <laughs> the complex web that you've seen. Dude, I put thought in the... I, you can't tell, but I put thought into this one. <laughs> no, I understand. Oh, my God. Oh, welcome back, everybody. We, we've been gone a while. Well, uh, Griff has been gone a while. I've been suffering. And... And boy, are we happy to be back. Yeah, I took a nice little break. I was also on break. I was on vacation. Yep. I was getting some sun. I wasn't in the fucking frozen tundra hellscape that I've been used to for the past five, six months. Yeah, I wouldn't know what that feels like. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Although we did have some nights dip below freezing down here recently. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I'm so fucking sorry for you. Dude, be sorry for my wallet. Those nights... Fuck my electricity bill so hard. <laughs> like, every other day is, like, $2 or $3 a day in electricity, which is fine. But, like, on days where I have to be running the heater, it's, like, $11. Oh, my God. It is a nightmare. It, it, I've had a $500 electric bill. Oh, my, yeah. Utilities are just fucking unsustainable now. It's it's impossible. Really is because I I have I just have like heat like I have um separate heat and electric, and in the winter heat is fucking brutal. It's awful. I bet like I'm I, I it sucks that util- utilities aren't included for you. 
Oh, 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 no, they're not. Yeah. That's why we live in the basement. <laughs> that That's true. Although it does get, a, it does get a little cold in here in the winter, but that's okay. We got a couple. Um, mm-hmm. bl- I, I guess you would call these blankets. Yeah. Well, I, you don't have spare blankets. <laughs> I know that for a fact. You don't have spare that's blankets. True. You know that from experience. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! I, I would still do it again. I slept like a fucking baby on that couch. <laughs> to be fair, we were also high as shit. The, the second night we were high. The first night, I oh, <laughs> that couch was just comfortable, dude. That was just a comfortable couch you had. True. I, I, I'm. I'm. Yeah. It was. It was a good couch. It was a very good couch. It was a great couch. I'm so happy. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to sleeping on it next year. <laughs> Better trip and come back. Yeah, come back, you bitch. Yeah, well, I'm, I have to, I have to come back up for packs because next year I'll actually be able to afford it. Let's go. You know what? Speaking of packs, we've gone on about speaking of packs being adults for too long. You went to packs. Pa- yeah, speaking of packs, it was this fucking weekend, and I went to Saturday of it, um, which was awesome. It was it was really really cool. Um, I haven't been to packs since 2020, which happened. Uh, Right before the the fucking world shut down for two years. Yep. <laughs> um, I think PAX was back last year, um, but it was like nope, nobody was going there. It was all like restricted and everything, and like I was just like not that interested. Uh, so I stayed home. But this year it was like basically fully back, and I I went with some friends, and it was it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun, it was a good time. Um, I tried out some new games, basically just indie games. Uh, one big thing that was like different with PAX this year that was like not super great was that there are basically no big companies there, like no big video game companies. Um, it's like Nintendo was there, but they only had this like big like gaming station um, where you could like play games that they had that were already out, like Mario Party or Mario Kart or shit like that, um, which like is cool, I guess. But I could fucking play those at any time if I wanted to. Didn't they also have like something with Zelda? Uh, okay, they had a big picture of like a like a life size Link that you could like take photos with, but that was it. Wasn't even like a dude uh, in Link costume. Was just a picture of him. It was it was like a big like plastic like model Link. Oh okay. Um, that you could like take a picture with, I guess. But there was a fucking of course a line wrapped around it to <laughs> take pictures of. Like, fuck that. I, I bet a lot of people thought, like, you're going to take a picture and then get to play the game. Yeah. Well, it, it's fucking stupid that they didn't let people play the game because, like, not even a week later, and we'll talk about this later, today, they fucking showcased 10 minutes of gameplay from the game. So, like, and they also said that the game is done. So, like, I don't get why they couldn't let people fucking demo. I just I guess they, like, didn't want a proper, uh like, booth there, I guess. I guess. But, it, it, like, they could have legitimately had, like, the least impressive booth and they would have been the best thing there because nobody else was there yeah well and also like fucking breath of the wild 2 or tears of the kingdom is like maybe the most hyped game of the past like five ten years come out well i mean silk song <laughs> yeah it, it or cyberpunk it, it, it's up there at least it's probably the most hyped game of the year at least absolutely um, but like if you didn't want to show like too much in a demo or whatever you don't have to just do like a little like plateau sort of thing where you can show a couple of the new like 
that ga- uh, gameplay elements or whatever that you're gonna show showcase anyway. Like they could, I'm if it, it could have been literally as small as po- possible, and people would have fucking blown their loads about it. Oh, absolutely. It could have. Ju- it didn't even have to be like gameplay. It could have legitimately just been like another trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People would have loved that. There. I like was like you got to show me any impressive booths, and you sent me one picture because that was the only impressive one. Yeah, the Devolver booth was really really cool. Devolver was the only like relatively large game studio that had a a big presence there. Everything else was like not bad companies, but just like smaller indie studios. Um, and Devolver had this like really cool booth that like the front was a movie theater where like the coming attractions were some um, like demos for new games that they had coming out. And then, like, the whole back was this really cool setup that was entirely dedicated to Cult of the Lamb, uh, which I, I think there's DLC coming out for that game. Uh, but they had this, like, really cool setup with, like, all these these candles and shit. It, it literally looked like a fucking satanic ritual. It was very cool. Did you see the Cult of the Lamb video they made? Uh Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I love that video. It's so funny. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really good. What? Nobody buried my husband. <laughs> oh my god! What was the? I thought the Devolver Digital was the wrestling game. Oh no, that was a different game. So there was there's another booth that was uh, probably one of like the coolest fucking like ways to advertise a game I've ever seen. Was it was a uh, like it was for a wrestling game, which I have no fucking clue what this game is. Uh, I don't know anything about it. But I'm fucking enticed. I want to play this game now. I want to try it out. Hmm. Uh, let me see if I can. The game is called WrestleQuest. I have no fucking clue what this game is. But they were they were showcasing it by having a real life just fucking wrestling ring set up in the middle of packs. And they had like they had hired wrestlers to like be performing for a long time for like two hours there, <laughs> dude. And it was amazing. They had their very own fucking WrestleMania at PAX. It was so sick. They had, like, storylines and shit, too. They were, like, doing a 3v1 tag team versus this this one guy who was the heel. That's awesome. Oh, uh, it's apparently a pro wrestling RPG. It's turn-based, also. That sounds interesting. Turn-based? That's, that sounds very interesting. That sounds awesome. Developed by Mega Cat Studios, the team behind recent indie hits with retro touches such as Coffee Crisis and Little Medusa. Turn-based approach to the wrestling industry pays homage to more than 30 icons of its history, including longtime favorites like Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Andre the Giant. Sick. Huh. I might check it out. I'm a big wrestler. Yeah. I'm a big wrestling man. Oh, I, I literally said, like, just because of that and, like, not knowing anything about the game, I was like, I'm going to go home and fucking wishlist this, and I did. Dude, p- wrestling is so sleeped on. But I just like in general. In general, like yeah, like people oh, yeah, people uh, looked out on it so much because it's all predetermined. Hmm. Oh yeah, I was um, I was at PAX with Jordan, and they were like, they were getting like super hyped when they saw the fucking wrestling, and they're like, "Holy shit, what is this?" I was like, "This is like this is just like a taste of what like shit like WrestleMania is." Yeah, like, this is why WrestleMania is the fucking coolest thing in the world. It's just guys being dudes. Which, by the way, WrestleMania is this weekend. Are you going? I well, it's in Las Vegas, Los Los Angeles. What the fuck? It's in Hollywood. Why did I say Las one Vegas? Of, one of the losses that this thus far they said. But um, but I'm I'm watching it on Peacock this weekend. 
Oh hell yeah! I made I made you like a little watch party because me me and Jules are gonna go fucking ape shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like who who cares if it's completely set up or like anything? It's fucking awesome. You just see guys just get destroyed. Dude, it, you get to see former UFC champion Brock Lesnar just fucking throw John Cena around a ring for five minutes. Like, you get to see Logan Paul hopefully get just fucking abused in the ring. <laughs> oh, he's probably going to get the shit kicked out of him. It's going to be hard. <laughs> mm. Like, was there... It, it, it's, um, it's Logan Paul that does WWE, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, like, I remember last time when we went to PAX... Um, mm. We came back with like a lot of goodies. Was there anything like that this time, or no? No, well, they were like way more stingy with the free shit this time. There was like very, very little um, outside of like some places. Some things were giving out pins, but there was really, really not that much. Mm. Um, let's see. There, there were some good panels. There was a Final Fantasy sixteen, I guess, like showcase or panel. Um, that's some of my friends went to, but I'm not super interested in the game, so I I didn't go. But apparently, reportedly, the panel was like really really good. They showed a ton of the game. Um, they had Yoshi P, who I guess is the lead developer, um, for for Final Fantasy 16 was there, and they had like a Q and A with him, um, and and he was like demoing or showcasing the game, which is really sick. Uh, they were like they were like showing a lot of new stuff and talking about it a lot and building building up a ton of hype for it. Uh, but I did not see that. The panels that I saw were a lot, lot less uh, organized. I'll say they were not not as good. I felt like as they could have been. Oh, that sucks. It was it was it was sad because like the based on the titles they seemed pretty interesting, but then they just were not. Like the one of them was about Elden Ring, and it was about the psychology of Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, this could be like interesting, like. Oh, the psychology of the player, the psychology in terms of, like, the lore of what's going on shit. But it was, like, very, very basic. It was really basic. It was, like, um, the things they were talking about in terms of, like, quote-unquote psychology. And it didn't need to be a deep fucking, like, PhD analysis. But um, it, the, the psychology was, like, what do you think when you see the big yellow boss door? Does it make you scared? <laughs> like, oh, it, it's so it's so scary. Or it's like, oh, I'm just going to go boss the wall. <laughs> it's like, it's just it's like, like is, is, is this what we're doing? It sounds like stuff that I could have done with my basic psych degree. <laughs> it, it was just like, like very, very basic. And it was also like, it wasn't really organized at all. It was just kind of like, they had some panelists up there just sort of having a chat. Which I guess is fine, but it wasn't really what I was looking for. I mean, if they're just gonna have people having a chat up there, they should invite us. Yeah, give give us free fucking tickets. <laughs> yeah, hello, I'm Griffin. I'm uh, famous for my video game podcast. <laughs> uh, let me be on Elden Ring, please. I am I am famous, and I'm just another Sam. I am famous for the two videos I did about the Nintendo Direct and State of Play. <laughs> Uh, I I had one video go viral on TikTok because people were hating on it. Dude, I it, that video still fucking gets likes to this day. Holy shit, that's incredible! It just hit a hundred thousand views. And wow, god damn, you're 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 blowing up, you're popping off. I don't get it. I like that. I like the fact that I have something on the internet that went viral, even just left briefly. Your mark. I had um I, I had a similar thing. I um I, I uploaded a 
just a, a clip from Spelunky of me just getting screwed over by the game that I, I basically just uploaded to YouTube so I could like share it with my friends, but I, it was public and it like relatively blew up. It, it got like a thousand views, which God I feel damn. like is very high considering I did not expect it to at all. That is, and then that is a lot it, of uh, views, especially yeah, like, it's a lot. It's a lot of people for somebody with no subscribe. That's a lot of views. Yeah, I don't even know like how it would would have showed up in people's like fucking recommended or anything. But um, then I I got people in the comments who are like the fucking spelunky geniuses and experts, <laughs> being like, "Well, clearly you could have avoided dying here by doing this, this, and this. You fucking you fucking amateur. I don't know why you didn't take note of this trap on your way into the into the map. I'm like, oh oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but like on one ha- like on one hand, I have other videos on TikTok. That I mm-hmm. wish would get a little bit more traction. Namely, like, I uploaded all of the the YouTube videos that I made. I uploaded all of them in about six parts onto TikTok. Mm-hmm. I would like for them to have a little bit more traction. Or, like, um, if I, like, did, like, another video, I would have liked it to have a little more traction. I don't understand why this out-of-date video about Netflix keeps fucking getting views. <laughs> it's, it's really wild. TikTok is really weird. It's, like, hard to like go popular on your own but then just random things will just i don't know catch the algorithm or just end up in people's feeds or they're scrolling for no reason yeah and just blow up from that i don't know why or how but it just happened it does the like engagement or whatever algorithms are very odd yeah i don't really understand it that well because it keeps changing yeah also like you were saying like the numbers on tiktok can be insane like you hit fucking a hundred thousand views on on one just random video or clip yeah just for no goddamn reason yeah <laughs> like but it's sick. i've legitimately tried to recreate i've like tried i uploaded a video with like a very similar length with the same like um hashtags not mm-hmm. didn't get the same attraction it's not shit yeah it, it, it feels like it makes no fucking sense yep well okay i was gonna say let's move on to zelda since you mentioned it but we are talking a lot about TikTok. Should we talk oh, about? Wait, hold on. First, uh, I there, there was one more thing from PAX I wanted to talk about, which was the last panel I went to. Oh, please do tell. Um, okay, so that so this panel was called like, um, I don't know what it was exactly what it was called, but it was basically like a bracket of everybody's favorite video game music. So I was like, okay, this sounds amazing. Like this sounds super fun. Uh, you know, it's gonna be like a fucking March Madness style bracket, and they're gonna be ranking like the best video game soundtracks. Like that sounds awesome, right? Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but what it actually was, <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to me and my friends, was they had a bunch. They had six panelists, and for the first like twenty minutes to half an hour of this one hour long panel, they were talking about what why they liked video game music and what it meant to them. And just from that, I should have seen the fucking red flags and been like, like, oh, God, like, what is this going to be? Because mm-hmm. they were talking about, like, like, why is video game music good? And it's like, these are all fine questions, but it's it was just not what the panel was about. Yeah, it's like and then it was a bracket. Mm-hmm. I wanted a bracket. Yeah. Yeah, the idea was you have a bracket of people's favorite soundtracks, and it's probably like you know some of the big hitters. You know, like, like okay, what what would you think of when you think of like amazing video game soundtracks? Like, what what games would you think of? God of War, Elden Ring, mm-hmm. uh, Zelda, 
Zelda, yeah, Ma- like Undertale, Mario. Mario, yeah, Kingdom Hearts, yeah, like, P- Kingdom Hearts, Pokemon, Final yo, Fantasy, all the fucking the heavy hitters, yeah. Um, you want to know how how they did this bracket? So what they did was each panelist picked one game soundtrack to like champion, and then they would like each talk about it separately for like five minutes and play a like a snippet from it, and then those six songs went head to head. Those six uh, games went head to head. That's not. That's not how that works. That's not. No, no, it's not what it's supposed to be at all. I feel like they could have like. It feels like so simply they could have just condensed this down into like just do the bracket and kind of like rapid fire it. I think playing a clip of each game soundtrack, like a short clip to get people maybe acquainted with it or remember is a good idea. Like, and maybe do like 16 games or something like that total, nothing too big. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just like make it a rapid fire bracket. But they did this like so slowly and then only had six games. And the, the games they did were like fucking baffling. Like, um, okay, so what? So one person uh, actually worked at Yacht Club Games who made Shovel Knight, and their choice was Shovel Knight, which, like, I, I can understand. Shovel Knight has a really good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the tunes fucking bang. Um, so I, I thought that was a good pick. Then the second person picked some random fucking art, like, JRPG no one had ever heard of. <laughs> and they're like, all right, I'm going to play you a sound soundtrack. Like, it's really good, guys, I promise. And, like, I'm sure the music is good, but just no one fucking knew it at all. And I, I feel like some of the panelists took the like the the topic or the theme and just chose to run with it in terms of like this is an underappreciated soundtrack that I think people should explore, which was not it at all. Yeah, it's like just pick fucking Zelda or something. Like it, it it'll be an easy winner. <laughs> um, but then yeah, so one person did random JRPG. Um, one person did Bastion, which is like the game made by the same people who did Hades. It's not a bad. That's not a bad one, but I don't. I no, wouldn't. Call, I wouldn't qualify it as the best. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bad one. But the song they picked for it specifically, it were like this is a song that plays at the end of the game, and like it ties into the themes of the game, and like it hits very emotionally, and like they played it, and like I'm sure it does hit emotionally if you've wa- if you've like played through the game and you're at the end of the game, which mm-hmm. apparently it was, but like. Fucking, if you're not, it's just, like, it's just a whatever song. Like, I, I, it doesn't really tie into anything. No. Hi, Jules. It does. That, Hi, I, Jules. I absolutely get what you're saying. Like, it it's, make it's, sense. It was just, like, the choices were just weird. And then one person did um, uh, Joel's song from The Last of Us 2, like, the guitar song that he sings. You mean the Pearl Jam uh, song? The Pearl, the, the, yeah, the Pearl Jam song. So it's not it's really like, The Last of Us. It's Pearl Jam, your champion. Yeah, it's like, what, it's like, what the fuck were they thinking with that pick? Like, what? <laughs> If you're gonna like, hey, yeah. if you're gonna choose any Naughty Dog game for best soundtrack, obviously Uncharted. Mm-hmm. That Uncharted theme is classic. Yeah. But like, you're not you pick a you pick a game and you're not even gonna pick a song from the game. You pick the Pearl yeah, Jam song. Yeah, it's not even like part of the soundtrack. It's like again, I'm sure it's a very like emotional and powerful moment within the context of the game. But this is not the context of the game. It's just a fucking song that's a Pearl Jam song. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like the even in, the, con- so even in the context of the game, it's not that great. <laughs> yeah, that's like I, I just like I don't, I don't fucking get it. No, and I, I think one of the person at least did um, Donkey Kong Country, which again has like a fucking bang soundtrack. Like that, I could, I definitely understand that pick. Well, obviously, if the one they chose was the Donkey Kong rap, 
<laughs> it should have been. I would have. Uh, I would have done that as for the lulls. I would have done that just to meme the shit out of it. So, so they're finally here, performing for you. <laughs> and when you listen to these lyrics, they get you in the mood to game. <laughs> just like, oh my fucking god! All right, now that we're back on the topic of video games, a good soundtrack. Let's let's go on to the Zelda gameplay. Okay, yeah. Now we can move on to Zelda, which shouldn't be the fucking best video game soundtrack, but whatever. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um. Anyway, because I, I really happened- fucking want to talk about this. It came out like first thing this morning. Yeah. What What happened, Sam? And um. Essentially, it was just some guy, AGI Onuma, not just some guy, the fucking director of the game. <laughs> some fucking bozo. Some dumbass. Just show. <laughs> please don't hate us. I, please don't hate us, Nintendo. We love your games. We, I already pre-ordered it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> he, he was, it was just like quick 10 minutes of him showing us a few of the new mechanics. And some of them looked amazing. Some of them look Okay. I'm very curious mm-hmm. to see how it's all going to play out. Because, like, clearly, like, they just, like, it was a very set-up demonstration. And, of course, it was. Because they're not just mm-hmm. going to send them into a random part of the game and tell them to do whatever. Because they don't want to show you too much. And they also don't want the chance for something bad to happen, like a major glitch to be shown. Right, right, because it wasn't just like a demo. Well, like, like it was a demo, but it was like specifically a, a showcase. They're trying to show specific things, so it's going to be like relatively set up. Yeah, there, I left this very excited because it seems like it's just more of what we loved from the first one. Yeah, it, it, it feels like they're going in a very, very specific direction with uh, with game with the game. That direction seems to be this equivalent of you looking at a baseball bat and some duct tape and going, what can I stick on the end of this thing? Yeah, yeah, they're going the fucking, um, not Left 4 Dead. Dead Rising 2. Yeah, they're going, they're going the fucking Dead Rising 2 direction of what, what stupid things can I combine? But it also feels like there, it's going to be extremely, like extremely sandboxy. Like they are giving you more tools than like way way more tools to just do whatever the fuck you want with the world yeah and the sky i think the sky islands which by the way there, there really wasn't a better name for those there really wasn't i don't i don't know how like that i'm not saying that as like you guys couldn't figure up a better name no i was thinking about it all day there is no better name <laughs> they should just call them skylands Ooh. And put Spyro on them. Oh, shit. (laughs) You visit one, you can turn it into Spyro. Exactly. And I'm very curious about how those are going to work. Because, like, they showed one way of getting up to them. But I'm wondering, is that the only way you can get up to them? Is there going to be, like, some that connect... Like, is it going to be like Sonic Frontiers, where where, like, some are just connected to the ground via, like, obstacles or something? There was this. I feel like the, mm-hmm. You go, go first. Ahead. You go first. Oh, um, I was gonna say there's got to be some way because they showed in the in the trailer um, they're like fighting a monster and then they got knocked off one of the islands and then they just fucking fell like what seemed like a fucking mile down to the ground. So like if you can get hit by a singular attack and fall all the fucking way to the ground, I feel like that'd be way too much of a pain in the ass if there's not like a good reliable way to get back up quickly yeah because the way they showed seemed random 
it was like, oh, this thing fell. Let's go check it out. Yeah, yeah. It was like I, I just randomly saw this thing, and now I can like rewind time to rise up it. Which like it definitely seems like a cool way to get up, but there's no way that's the only way to get all the way up in the air like that. Yeah, and I like the fuse. The fuse mechanic looks really cool. I like how yes. I like when he put the eye on the bow and shot it. My jaw actually dropped. Like that was fucking awesome. That yeah. was and I I, I love how. I love how like they they show that they had like a pretty big inventory. I feel like on purpose so that they could scroll past a couple things because like there was fucking meat there. You could have put meat on the arrow, and I have no clue what you could have done with that. I assume you shoot meat at it at an enemy, and maybe animals will attack it. I was thinking that, or just like you could like distract things by shooting like, a meat arrow, and then they'll go towards it. That would be cool. That'd be so sick. I feel like there's so much possibility, especially because they they already showed that like you can just combine uh, elemental like components and like attach mm. you, you attach them to an arrow, yeah, <laughs> or like presumably, yeah. Sorry, I'm just dying. Uh, presumably, you could, you could put them like on like your sword or your shield too to also have like an elemental effect effect, which would be fucking awesome. Yeah, and I like now that the 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 stick is not just that thing you get because you're desperate. Like you can actually make it useful. Yeah, it's not the thing that you pick up once at the beginning of the game to kill a singular uh, Bokoblin and then never use again because it breaks in two hits. Now you can like actually, you can just make your own fucking hammers or whatever out of it. That's Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing from this was they showed like the building mechanic. Yeah, which I mean, when people said Legend of Zelda nuts and bolts, they honestly weren't kidding. <laughs> See, I, I don't think it's that bad. No, I, like, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I just mean it in, like, you, it literally is you're making your vehicles with a fucking, like, magnet tool yeah. to, to pick things up and move them around. And, like, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're just gonna be flying all over terrain, I guess, with, with, like, cars that you build. It's just, like, I saw, like, I was scrolling through Twitter after this, you know, because that's mm-hmm. where all the reliable information comes from. And I just saw a lot of people being like, I don't like the way this looks. It looks boring, blah, blah, blah. But... I think it's... I don't think they're going to make you use it ever. You know? Yeah. Which I, I feel like was also a thing with a lot of the tools they gave you in Breath of the Wild. Was like... Except for a couple things, there wasn't really anything you usually needed to use. Actually, there probably isn't anything you need to use, but it's just like, usually you're, you're recommended. Yeah. But like for some of the things, I feel like like the magnet or like the ice block, if you didn't want to use it, you could probably get through the game pretty easily without ever using those. And I think that's, like, what people are forgetting is, like, you don't need to use everything. It does look very slow <laughs> to make yeah. everything. Yeah, I- I'm a little worried about that because, like, in the in the trailer, they made, like, a boat. And it- he spent, like, two minutes making the boat and then crossed the fucking, like, little river in, what, five seconds? And then it was like, okay, we're done with the boat. Yeah. I don't think the... I'm going to use it a lot for boats. I feel like if I wanted a boat, I would just use the leaf trick. Yeah. and th- th- There's probably going to be a way to where, like, you can just launch yourself up and then, like, uh, d- just, just like, kind of fly across in the um, hang glider. Or maybe, like, something that's more fa- that's faster than a boat. Or maybe there'll be a way to, like, store vehicles. Yeah. Oh, shit. That would be awesome to have the GTA garage. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just have the fucking um. Oh shit. What's the what's the number that you call in GTA Five to pick up your car? Oh my god. Have, have, have Link's cousin call him up to go bowling. Yeah. Hey, Link, man, you want to go bowling? <laughs> I found these bokoblins. You want to go bowling, man? Oh my god. That would be so fucking funny. That would be amazing. But, yeah, it would be nice if there's something like that so that, like, like, yeah, like you're saying, you don't just, I don't know, spend 20 minutes making, like, a really cool decked out, like, car or something, and then you find one singular, like, rock that you can't get over, and you're like, all right, fuck it, I'm leaving this car forever, I'm abandoning it. Abandoning it. Yeah. I'm also, uh, like, there was one thing I noticed in the fucking thing that he didn't check out. And I thought that would, like, if I was playing this game for the first time and I saw what he saw, my first instinct would be to check it out. Like, when he was on the Sky Island, there was, like, this giant temple next to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't go inside it? (laughs) Very specifically. That was all, I was like, go in, please go in the temple. I want to see. Go in, go in. The new enemies look interesting. It makes me wonder what the plot is. Yeah, they look interesting, but they also... I, I was thinking at first that there was like, oh, it's like a different type of enemy. Like, I don't know, they'll do something different compared to like the Bokoblins or whatever. But like, they didn't seem that fundamentally different from Bokoblins. Like, they just, they still just like swing their weapon at you. Um, so like, yeah, it must be something plot related why they were there. Um, but ho- hopefully there are like a lot of cool new enemy types. Because that was definitely one of the things in Breath of the Wild that could kind of wear on you after a while is like, you're you're really fighting the same like four or five different types of monsters over and over. Which really made it fun when they released DLC that was essentially just here's our combat but more. <laughs> yeah. I think the fuse mechanic is gonna fix that issue. I really do. I think yeah, yeah. Because well, it seems like you can customize weapons a lot more like. If you really want to stay out of range, you can make a fucking extra long spear. Yep. Make a real long spear. Can you fuse a spear with another spear? Yeah. The the spear maybe, squared. That'll let you make a fucking Darth Maul blade. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. what if you can just combine a sword and a sword, and then you just turn into Darth Maul? That'd be sick. Oh my god. And then you can, like, helicopter away, like... <laughs> yeah i feel like like people's minds are literally already like coming up with uh i don't know if you're very hardcore like coming up with ways to speed run across the game with like the fuse mechanics or just like make cool new weapons and shit like i feel like there's so many opportunities like i said like this will be maybe like the best fucking sandbox game ever the speed runs there's gonna this. be so much shit you'll be able to do yeah the speed runs are gonna be insane you are completely right yeah, like between like combining the the movement, like the hand mechanic, and like the building and the fusing and everything, I feel like you're gonna be able to pull off some fucking jank, just some <laughs> jank, just some like we didn't know we could do this, but we're doing it. Yeah, but I will say, and you you sort of mentioned it with like the temple thing. One thing that still worries me about the game, and this trailer didn't really do anything to help with that is that I really hope they added more, like, content-wise. Because, like, obviously, they showcase a ton and tons of customization and, like, so many abilities to combine things and create things, which is cool. But I hope there's, like, reasons that you'll want to do that in terms of, like, big dungeons on the ground or, like, er- new areas to explore or shit like that. Because I hope that it's not basically, like, the same... 
like ground from Breath of the Wild, and then this added some like Sky Islands above it. Oh, that would be awful. That'd just yeah, be that, lazy. That, that that's what I'm worried about. But I I don't think it'll be like that. But they just haven't shown much yet to like counter that. Like I, they really need to have more like set dungeons and not just the like shrines all over the place. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, chronologically, it wouldn't make sense if there, the shrines were still there. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Yeah. I mean, I feel like they can mix up the like the layout of the train as much as they want. Since like they already showed in the... I think even from like the first trailer, like when the big fuck-up happens at the beginning of the game... That there's like shit rising up out of the ground and like you get the sky, la- sky islands, the skylands coming from fucking somewhere so like something has to happen to the ground so like if they just added a bunch of more buildings everywhere who would who would really care i i don't think anyone would yeah exactly so especially if it added like a lot more mm-hmm. new and cool content yeah that would be yeah. A, yeah i mean yeah you're right i don't got anything else to say because <laughs> i just agree with you uh yeah oh uh, yeah I mean, I'm excited for this. Have you pre-ordered it or no? I haven't, but I'm going to. I just need to find a good place to pre-order it. Where, where did you pre-order it from? GameStop. Mm. I'm going to get the special edition. I'll probably do that. I just don't want to get burned again because for what was it for Pokemon Legends Arceus, I pre-ordered for fucking Best Buy. It took them like until like the next week to fucking finally get oh. into my game. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Which, like, you know, obviously it's a, it's not the fucking worst thing in the world. I was just like, I don't, like, what is the point of a pre, of, like, like, pre-purchasing it if you don't get it, get it the day of? Like, what does it do then? Yeah. It, it just me like, yeah, <laughs> nothing. It does nothing. Ugh. You know, while we're on the top, while we're speaking of Nintendo stuff. Can, mm-hmm. We should quickly mention the fact that yesterday, an old friend has is no longer with us anymore. Uh huh. The Nintendo 3DS eShop, RIP to a brave soldier, is is gone, and people fucking, d- goddamn, people went crazy trying to get everything off that eShop f- before it was gone. <laughs> yeah, it was suddenly fucking lighting up. Everyone trying to get like ocarina or majora's mask or whatever from the 3ds eShop. yeah and it's cr- like the completionist literally bought every single game off it oh my god are you serious i'm dead serious he made a video about it made a video about it it's insane i don't understand like was is it because they didn't want to pay the the people that are selling things on there anymore like why? I'm sure it was a couple things. It's probably just like wanting to shut down the servers, um, like I, I don't know, just not wanting to like offer online support for the 3ds anymore. I I, I don't really know. I, I think it's just like sort of a way of shutting down an older system. But like I feel like the 3ds is not that old, and like they don't have really a mobile replacement since like the Switch is different. That I feel like they definitely could have kept the 3DS going for at least a few more years. Oh, absolutely. It's just like... I don't know. 
I there were a few games that I got solely on it that I've, mm-hmm. I'm now curious. Like, can I get them back? You know. Yeah, I know it's a big thing that like people wanted to move all their Pokemon that were trapped in like the Pokemon Home or Bank, one of them, like on on their 3ds from like X and Y or Sun and Moon, wherever that they wanted to try and move them before it shut down as well. So I think if, if you didn't do that, then I think you were you'd be fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like for a- any Pokemon that you had before the Switch, you'd be fucked. Yeah, it sucks. I. I... I have two 3DSs, and now they kind of are just paperweights. Yeah. They're cool-looking paperweights, though. They're great paperweights. I even bought—I don't know if you remember or even heard of this, but there was, like, an add-on you can get to it that added two extra, like, triggers and another um, circle pad to it. Mm -hmm. Like, you just stuck it on the back, and it it worked. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I got that. I don't know why I have it, but I have it. And it, it's kind of, it, it kind of sucked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just, it, like, it's just crazy that it's gone now. <laughs> it, it feels really weird that they just, like, shut it down when, like I said, it's not even really that old. No bad, because my, my 3DS, I, I used to play the 3DS a ton, um, but I think the le- like the D-pad started to f- not really work, or the, um, the analog stick started to, like, fall apart on it. Yep. That I, it's not really usable anymore. Nah, you can still use it. You just gotta persevere. Yeah, I, I have to fucking, like, yank it around. Uh, <laughs> the, but the better solution is I can just, like, transfer them to uh, my computer. Because there is a way to legally, if, if you own the games, just, like, transfer them to your computer. Yeah. Via, via the 3DS. Which I've done. Nice. Well, uh, okay, because we have, we have, like, two more bigger stories, and then... Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few little ones. Which way do you want to go? Do you want to do the two bigger ones, or should we just get the little ones out of the way? Uh, well, let's do the let's do the bigger ones first. Okay. So, one of the bigger ones is March Madness has been fucking insane. Everyone's bracket is ruined. It has been so fucking insane this year. <laughs> Everyone, nobody has a winning bracket this year. Nobody. Yeah. Have you been, um, have, have you, like, had a bracket this year? No, I never make a bracket because if I do, that's the equivalent of me just flipping a coin over and over again. But from what I've that is, heard... That is a completely viable strategy. That is, like, always a completely viable strategy. People literally make brackets of genuinely just flipping a coin. Like, it, it's totally fine to do that. I think one of the cool things about March Madness is that you can do it while having no knowledge about college basketball at all. <laughs> what about just no knowledge about basketball? What about no knowledge? That's, all, that, that's also I, fine. What if I have no knowledge? What if I don't know how to breathe? Physically having a brain in your head would probably help, but it, I don't. I don't even think that's required. Okay, because I can't breathe. Okay, so I'm pretty sure people. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people have had their like pet fishes like pick <laughs> March Madness things for them in the past. So you're you're not totally alone. All right, but from what I heard. Uh, like a lo- like someone from Jersey like immediately knocked out the number one seed. Yeah. So, um, the March Madness. If you're not familiar, it's like a, it's a tournament, a 64 team tournament before between a lot of different colleges, and the teams are seated in like four different groups from one to 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally, actually, it has only happened once in the past that if, that a one seed has lost in the first round. Um. 
to because they, they play against a 16 seed, which is like you know obviously generally a, a way worse opponent, and like the team that's a one seed has a lot more talent, a lot more wins under the belt, blah blah blah. Um, but it happened again this year where number one seed Purdue lost to uh, Fairly Dickinson. <laughs> Wait, it was fairly Dickinson. Yeah, it was. It was fairly Dickinson. It was a small shit. college from New Jersey. <laughs> I know. I've been I... to fairly Dickinson's call, uh, campus. Yeah. What the shit? <laughs> yeah, it is so fucking funny. I, I don't think I've I've even ever seen fairly Dickinson like in the bracket before. I don't think they've ever made the tournament, or they probably have like, like ever in their history. But I I've never seen them. Yeah. Which is so funny. Um, and they, there were a bunch of other teams like that. Like, Purdue was the only one seed to lose in the first round, but, like, all the other higher seeds were dropping, like, flies. Like, there was a two seed that lost in the first round. Um, I think they had the first ever, I want to say, Final Four without a one seed. Like, the first ever in the in the March, in March Madness's history, the... Because, because, like, there are four one seeds, and all of them had lost by the Final Four, which is insane. Like, that has never fucking happened. Actually, no, I think it was by the Elite Eight. I think there were no Final uh, One seeds in the Elite Eight. That's insane. That is crazy. Yeah, because, uh, like I said, like, the one seeds generally are, like, a lot, a lot better than the other teams. And, like, it's very likely that one of the one seeds will win the tournament, very like, every year. The fact that none of them were even fucking in it by like the third round is so fucking insane yeah it's just this is a weird year it's been a really weird but it's been awesome because like because everyone's bracket is like so so fucked up um what what it's what it's meant is that like everyone basically everyone has a chance so like if you know fucking nothing about college basketball and you just pick randomly you, you very likely could have been right because there's been so much chaos that like like who, who knows maybe the random like team that you picked to have like a huge upset actually made that upset because the team the like seeds have been so crazy this year and like all the quote-unquote good teams have been losing you know um, but anyways yeah March Madness has been a lot of fun you know what next year I'm I'm going to make a bracket and we're gonna I'm gonna flip a coin to make the bracket yeah, you should. and we're gonna see how it goes what when is March Madness next year uh, I think the the brackets come out usually like at, right around the beginning of March. I want to say like the first week are, of March. Are, probably. Are, are you sure that March Madness starts in March? Oh, it's, shut the fuck up! I was I was being I was intentionally being an idiot, and uh, okay. to be fair, this is on me. You straight up believed I didn't know. <laughs> well, I, I I thought you were you meant like when in March. <laughs> No, All right. I, I, no. To be fair, also, would you be surprised if I was like, "When is it next year?" <laughs> so, so uh, next year, when's this? When's this March Madness tournament gonna be? February. I feel like I have to point out I'm joking because people will actually think I'm being serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun because you can fill it out like in any way you want. Um, like one of my favorite ways to fill it out is based on which mascot you like you like better. Or also, which mascot could win in a fight? That, we should do that next year. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fucking great way to fill out the math. That would uh, be brackets. an amazing episode. Yeah, because if, if, if someone's like the Tigers versus like, I don't know, like the Bulldogs, like, I'm sorry, Bulldogs, but you guys, you guys are done. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that Tiger is ripping you to shreds. But, but then you, but then you have some, some tougher matchups. Like, like, what would you do? 
if it's like a tiger versus an eagle, who wins? I like I I don't know. That that would require some debate. Uh, I mean, the eagle would the eagle has mobility on its side. Uh-huh. If the tiger gets one shot in, that mobility's out the window. Yeah, the tiger only needs only needs one. Like I don't know. It's it's tough. You know, it's really tough. Well, also, are we talking about like like um, a tiger that can stand up on its back legs, like the mascot can, or? Oh, that's a good question. That's that's a great question. See, now we're getting into the important stuff. Yeah, like, are we talking like it's it's clearly a dude still in the suit, or it's like <laughs> a, that animal, but can move like the animal mm. and the guy in the suit. Yeah, but then also from the eagle's perspective, they would be a human-sized eagle, which is a lot more more threatening. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> this is actually good. This would actually make it an amazing episode next year. Yeah, we gotta do this next year. We absolutely will. This is how I'm making my fucking bracket. Oh god! All right, the next big story and the last one is the TikTok CEO got brought in front of Congress for an official hearing this week, and. Boy, fuck! Was it just the biggest waste of time? I, I don't know. He was getting he was getting grilled, dude. Those congressmen they were gr- they were grilling him. Yeah, I just they were really they clearly knew what they were talking about, right? Oh yeah, our like sixty plus fucking boomer ass congressmen asking them if TikTok connects to your Wi Fi were really. <laughs> I just that, really that one breaking new ground. There was a lot of them. That one stood out to me the most. I don't understand how you have to ask that. Does TikTok connect to Wi-Fi? Does it connect to the internet? Yes! It's just the fact that these people, for some reason, were allowed to do this. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, like, the people who represent us having no fucking clue on any level how the internet works which is which is kind of tough it's kind of tough in 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 this day of day and age to not understand that at all and then even worse than that to be trying to fucking ask the ceo of tiktok about shit that you have no understanding of whatsoever in an extremely condescending way yeah i so something that i noticed is there were a lot of moments where they just didn't let him respond. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to me. Why wouldn't you want him to respond? Yeah, it's it's really it'll, it's really weird. But it's just like they didn't want a response. They just wanted to like yell and be like, why 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 does TikTok make my make my grandchildren not want to text me? And they d- didn't really want him to respond at all. I'm not the problem. TikTok's the problem. It, it's, it's TikTok's fault. It, there's, there was just a lot about it. Let us let me... Um, We already mentioned the... Does TikTok connect to Wi-Fi? If it connects mm. to Wi-Fi, then it can connect to other devices in my home. I'm done. Uh, but let's go on to uh, talk about... The other best part about it, which was when the guy was like, does TikTok not track if your pupils are dilated and then generate more content that does that? And he looks at him and he goes, no, 
We do not collect data on your face like that. The only time we ever collect data on your face is when we use the filters to figure out where your eyes are. So you can put the filter over your eyes. And he's like, uh-huh. well, then why would you not do that? Why? That, then why would you not do that if not for not collecting dilation data? Yeah, he, he was acting like he like fucking proved his point with that answer. Because, again, he clearly didn't understand the question that he himself was asking. Yeah, and he was, he he was like he was like yeah he's like there you go you are collecting my data because you're 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 looking on looking on the face to find where the eyes are so that you can make put fucking funny glasses over them. It's it's like for that it's almost like these politicians say had an agenda that mm, I say that that maybe and this might be, this may be a rumor but maybe that Mark Zuckerberg had something to do with this. Yeah, because, again, they were grilling the shit out of TikTok because it's a quote-unquote Chinese company, and they're selling all their data to China, um, which, okay, uh, you could tie a smidge of racism in with this, which we we won't really get into, Um, but uh, long story short, basically every other social media company does sell your data to China, they just aren't, they aren't collecting it directly they collect it and then they send it to china because china will fucking buy it or whoever will buy it like it it, it, this is not something unique to tiktok because their their ceo is uh from singapore and it's like it's he pointed that out in the in it he Hmm. was he was like to be fair modern like american companies like facebook are worse like this are worse mm. at this than us they cl- they have been clearly shown to sell data and they were just like we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 doesn't that doesn't make our point so we're not going to talk about that i do want to say that the ceo of tiktok that dude was so composed he was handling it really really well I just it's a, couldn't imagine being in his shoes and not just calling them an idiot to their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering every second of that hearing, he is probably just thinking like, "Holy shit! Like, holy shit! You're so fucking stupid!" Like, he's probably thinking that the entire goddamn time. Yeah, probably was. There is one thing that this has proven for me, and that is there needs to. You know how like you can't like run for office until you're a certain age. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a limit on how old you can be before you have to give up your seat. They're really, yeah. they're. I'm sorry, but if you do not understand how Wi-Fi works, I don't think you should be allowed in government. I really yeah. don't. Like again, it, it's not that complex. Like I don't think you you need to be expected to be able to fucking like run a minecraft server to be a senator but just having like basic understanding of how the internet works or wi-fi works on the fundamental level especially if you're going to be on a group of people questioning someone who's like whose company works solely through that medium you should be able to understand it at least a little bit at least a little bit okay take back what i said about like if you're a certain age you can't run you have to take a um technology competence test yeah you must get enough you must pass it with at least 95 percent and it's not even that difficult of questions how do you connect Mm -hmm. to your wi-fi 
how do you restart a router? Like, what if if a if a company CEO under oath looks at you and says we don't sell our information to the Chinese government? Does he sell our information to the Chinese government? Like, you know, it's just little stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He does. Just like. I know, like a few people on that panel were making some sense. I I heard mm-hmm. there were some people that were asking questions that were legitimate concerns, and they got answered. Mm-hmm. Um, but those aren't the ones that are all over the internet because those aren't funny. Those are, yeah. And specifically, the fact that one of the dudes interrogating him was a literal pirate. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and also, it under like even if you're trying to make some legitimate points, it undermines your whole argument when you have people who are also up there talking and sounding like the biggest fucking buffoons on earth because they don't know what they're talking about. It also, guys, let him fucking respond. If you're that confident in what you're saying and you're that confident in what you're trying to prove, then him responding shouldn't hurt you. It could only help you. So if you yeah. don't let him respond, then you look like a baby throwing a tantrum because he actually had a response to you, or you're just making shit up. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make it doesn't make you seem as as cool as you as you think it does, or it isn't as much of an own as you think it is to just ask a question that you don't expect a response to, and then just cut him off before he can actually give a response. Or like the person who was like. This video is like a clear threat against somebody. It's been up there for 41 days. What are you doing about this? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, may I respond? And they said, no. That, that was the perfect opportunity. There, he had no way out of that situation. There was no answer out of that situation mm-hmm. that would have pleased you or pleased the people. But you didn't let him talk, and now you look dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I work in how respond. Like, this is my job, like actual job, <laughs> which is how to get people onto your side. That's marketing. And they're fucking bad at it. <laughs> oh, God. TikTok's not going anywhere. If anything, this has actually hurt the banned TikTok movement. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yep. Anyways, let's move on. Uh huh. Well, I was going to talk about Ubisoft backing out of E3, but what else can we say about that, really? Yeah. The only thing to say is, like, what is going to be at E3 at this point? Like, was it Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, and now Ubisoft have all backed out? Who the fuck will will be there? Capcom? Squeenix. Square Enix will be there to show a Final Fantasy XVI trailer and then leave. Okay. I just, I just don't know. I, the PC I, gaming show. Oh Christ! That <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna dedicate one one day now solely to just advertisements. Mm-hmm. They're gonna cut out the middleman and just have a full day of just fucking ads. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I'm I'm kind of sad about all this, honestly. Yeah. I love E3. I love E3, and I I. I always wished I could go. So the fact that it might be dead before I have that chance. Yeah, it, it, it's tragic. I know we talked about it already, but yeah, like the the death of E3 is 
it's very obviously happening, but it's just sad because like there is so much fun stuff, and if not, there is so much stuff at least to make fun of at, at E3 every year. It was always dependable for that. And of course, it's corpse is dying as soon as I roll out my videos. Yeah, like my videos are specifically about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be like the big one of the year, so I'm just kind of annoyed. I'm not gonna get to make it. Yeah, I was like, well, well fucking now what? Yep. Oh well. Um, and the last big news before we get into some what you're watching, what we playing, or mm-hmm. you know what? We still didn't have fucking time for the dad's list. We'll do the dad's list eventually. <laughs> um, there is going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game done in the style of the recent God of War games, and I'm so excited for it. It is based on The Last Ronin. Which is going to be amazing. Uh, how? What is this? Like, how will it work? So, okay. So, do you know what the last Ronin is? Uh, no. So it was this like five part graphic novel about one of the Ninja Turtles, uh, because the mm-hmm. other three are dead, and him in this like post apocalyptic future trying to make things right and deal with like the the survivors guild Mm -hmm. and it was an amazing story it was really good it was probably one of the best things that could come out of the turtles in a long time Mm -hmm. so the fact that they're like they looked at god of war and they were like we have a story that we can get that emotion out of and they're gonna try it just seems weird and fun to me i'm just excited about it because think about it, it's going to be a, a story-driven Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game done mm-hmm. like God of War. Like, come on. <laughs> Which is an insane combination. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and God of War is fucking insane. Who could have guessed that happening? <laughs> Who had that on their bingo card this year? If you said I, yes, you're a liar. I, but do you think it'll work out, though? Honestly, from what I've read of The Last Ronin, yeah. I really think it could work out really Damn, well. Okay. I would, like, if I were you, I would read, like, a synopsis on The Last Ronin. It is really good. And it just fits the God of War style. It really does. So, who knows? Maybe it would be good. Maybe it'll be bad. Who knows? I'm hoping it's good. I I hope it's good, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like it'll be interesting, at least. Yeah. Um, the Last Ronin, the story built around a Ninja Turtle who wore a black mask and fought using all four of the turtle signature weapons. Huh. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that fucking sounds cool. It, it's ambitious. It's really cool. It's ambitious as fuck. Oh, you wanna know? Oh, yeah, you wanna know who the turtle was? The one turtle that's left alive? Wait, who? You, take a guess. Um, Leonardo, Michelangelo. Oh shit! So, d- dude, it's pizza. He's gonna be like, dude, my family's dead. Dude, I'm clinically depressed. <laughs> I hope they don't give him that voice. That would be <laughs> that would be brutal. My brothers are dead, Master Splinter, and it's all my fault. It's totally not cool. It's totally not cow. Dude, I haven't said cowabunga in years. This is a cowabunga. 
<laughs> oh my god, this would be the perfect place for that. <laughs> oh my have, have god. Have Batman say cow bummer to him. <laughs> you remember that uh, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Yes, yes. He does say cowabunga. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love comics. I love, like, come on. This shit's amazing. The world of comics is, is so incredible. Yeah. All right. Time for what we watch and what we play. And it's been, God, the last time I did one of these, I had to walk eric through it <laughs> oh god this is brutal yeah um so so um griffin what you're watching Hello. what am i watching um let's see i've been watching more of better call saul um the show continues to be good i feel like it's been pretty slow so far in season four um but i'm still liking it and then what else have I I've been watching? I rewatched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but I I watched that um, at some point, and I just rewatched it recently on a flight. I need to watch that movie. I really do. Oh wait, you haven't seen it? I wanted to so badly, and I missed it. Oh, f- oh fuck, dude, you you gotta watch it. I won't I, I won't say too much about it then, because um, like I really think it's movie to experience. Um, but it was my favorite movie from last year. And probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It won every Oscar. It won every fucking Oscar. Did we talk about the Oscars? I talked about it with Eric. Okay, okay. Um, really happy for Team from Everywhere, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Really happy for uh, Ki Hui Kwan. Short round. <laughs> <laughs> you see that um, him and Harrison Ford like reunited at the Oscars. That was so awesome. That was really sweet. That was a fucking awesome moment. Oh God, that I'm so happy for that guy. And Brendan Fraser won. Yeah, just like this was a feel good moment all around. No one getting slapped. Yeah, the the Oscars were like actually pretty good this year. I, I felt like, at least to me, it seemed like all the wins were like pretty deserved mm-hmm. and like made sense for the categories. Oh, absolutely. Is that all you've been watching? um i think so I, I really can't think of anything else i i'm building up in uh like very very quickly building up a list of animes that i should watch now uh but i haven't started any of them yet you should send it to me i'm looking for new animes okay and it would be nice if if for once i we actually watched the same thing for this yeah because <laughs> we haven't done that in forever yeah uh we did watch cyberpunk basically together that was awesome uh Speaking of Cyberpunk, I, I did a, a very, very casual cosplay of David from Cyberpunk at PAX. It was great. Yeah. I, I I was happy. Rock that jacket. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what I've been watching... So I watched the new... I've watched South Park. I watched a lot of South Park this week. Oh, hell yeah. The new episode was great. It was a Cartman and Kenny episode. Which I haven't... That hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. And it, it just like... It was kind of nice, and Eric got what he deserved at the end, so it was kind of fun. Because <laughs> I always like it when Eric gets fucked over. Yeah. And and it proves one thing, that we should all strive to be like Butters. He's such a hard worker. Butters is so fucking amazing. He's like, 
low-key one of the most just like wholesome and just good characters from the show i feel like not even low-key i feel like it's known but oh, yeah. just still that quote of him is sitting outside in the rain and he's like he's like the goth kid's like you can come be with us in despair and he gives that whole little speech about how like oh pain is actually beautiful and everything like mm-hmm. that's sweet yeah it's sweet and then i don't know if we talked about this but the his speech to his grandma too oh my fucking, fucking god i love that Butters, Butters is so, he's somehow he's so like healthy, <laughs> despite his fucked up parents. Yeah, and fucked up life. Yeah, he's somehow like a healthy individual. It's so weird. Uh, I saw the new Scream movie. Oh, Scream Six. Yes. Are you? Do you plan on seeing it? Um, I don't think so. Um, do you mind if I spoil it a little bit for you? Go ahead. It's a stream movie. Go ahead. I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I Something that the stream movies always have going against it is that the slasher is just some guy. So, yeah. like, there's a lot of moments when, like, they just break a fucking lamp over their head and they, they're unconscious for a bit. <laughs> like, yeah. Those- I feel like from what I know about the stream movies, they have to, like, they really have to do a lot to make the killer, like, a threat because they're really just some guy who realistically would get stopped by like i don't know like a single police officer or something yeah i like the fact that they changed the setting to new york it was mm-hmm. it was really cool there's this moment on the train that was fucking fantastic that i re- it was really cool but my only thought during it was I've been on a New York subway. They don't. The lights don't go off like that ever. <laughs> it, it, it ain't like that. No. But it, it was. A, it was like a good thriller movie, though. Yeah. The only issue is, is that every single main character lives. Wait, really? All That's no the balls. main characters no balls. live. No, there is one character that gets stabbed like twenty times, and they somehow survive. Holy shit! They pulled the Game of Thrones. They really did. Yeah. Like, Jules was there, and she can attest to this. The dude gets fucking used like a voodoo doll. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking survive. And lives. No fucking way. I don't, I don't understand. Because I feel like that's, like, one of the big things of a slasher film is, like, going into it, you're like, okay, there's, say, eight characters, and probably six or seven of them are going to die. Like, like that's just what you know going in. Yep. Nope. They. What the fuck? Fucking all survive (laughs) yeah jules just said totally shanked (laughs) yeah come on if you get shanked by fucking mr scream you should die come on Mm -hmm. he should have died it was bullshit yep um but it was it was still a really good movie i still liked it a lot like the kills were fun um that's good mm -hmm. they stabbed him a minimum of 20 times uh something else that was really cool was instead of two people it was three which was nice. Um, mm-hmm. What else did I watch this week? Um, been watching some Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's a funny show. Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Funny show. Brooklyn Nine Nine is great. Had you watched it before? Yes. Or are you, like just starting. I've I've watched it before. I love it. I watched. It. I don't think I like finished it. Like I don't think I saw the most recent season. It was um, all right. I, I did see a whole lot. Um, so I saw it at least through, like Jake and Amy. Spoiler alert, getting married. I saw at least through that. Mm. I, I, I don't know how, how much longer the show kept going after that, though. I think a few more seasons. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I started watching a new anime 
called The Eminence in Shadow. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. It's, it's I, fine. I, I think Alex likes that. I think it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's an isekai anime that, oh, that like, is mm-hmm. cringe, but it's on Uh-oh. purpose, so I don't know how to feel about it. It's like, this dude is clearly making mean? shit up to live out some fantasy. Wait, wait what do you mean? <laughs> that it's cringe on purpose? Because it's like, this dude is trying to be all, like, cool and shit. But inside, he's like, I'm just kind of making this up as I go. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh. But, but but does the show, like, point out that the main character is, like, not, like, great for just making shit up? Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I feel like it should do that. It, should, it shouldn't just be, like, like, oh, I got teleported to this land where I have fucking magical powers and, like, a harem of fucking waifu girls who just follow me and everything like that like they they should phase fucking i don't know it should be more realistic than that it's like he gets there and like he saves this girl who's like i will do anything for you what happened to me and he's like i don't fucking know what happened to you so he just starts making shit up about what happened to her and it just so happens to be right and throughout he's like what the fuck like you're you you guys are he like he doesn't know that he's right but he just goes along with it because he's like, this is great. This will, like, thank God this guy is so into this. Otherwise, I would have, like, I'd have to explain that I was lying. Like, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Like, he, he thinks his friends are just, like, background characters. Like, huh. I think it, he's an asshole, and that's what the entire thing kind of revels in. Uh-huh. That he's like, he's like, I want to be the strongest person. So I jumped in front of a truck and just happened to get here. Oh, yeah, that's the best part is he jumps in front of the truck. What the fuck? Yeah, he's insane. Like, he's insane. He's not a good person. But, like, the animation's really fucking good, too. Although, the first episode, um, it really threw me for a loop. Because I was like, this seems awesome. And then it goes into the fantasy world. And I'm just like... It got less awesome, but it's still good. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like kind of interesting when it was this weird anime like this in mm-hmm. in a realistic world where people had guns and shit. And I was like, if you just add magic to that, it would have been amazing. But right, but then it just goes to full on isekai. Yeah. Oh well. Mm. Oh well. But it was still. I, I'm still liking it. I'm still watching it. And. There was one more fucking thing I watched. Oh my god, what was the last fucking thing I watched? No, I'm forgetting. It's slipping away. Mandalorian! You're slipping, Jimmy. Oh, fuck, I still haven't watched Mandalorian. God damn it. God damn it, Griffin. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) You and your life. Actually, I don't know if I'm going to because I had been watching on Disney Plus and I don't have Disney Plus anymore, so I don't know how I'm going to watch it. I wonder if I could just give you my Disney Plus. Perhaps. Yeah. I was, oh I'm watching that and the Bad Batch. Those, ah, uh, right. Mandalorian's been very good, mainly because it's gone back to season one style, where instead of one overarching plot, it's like three episodes, and then the story's mm-hmm. kind of done and they move on. I like it. It's not like it's not the whole we need this thing, but Baby Yoda drank all the milk. Like, yeah, yeah, I I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> if anything. Baby Yoda being there kind of helps it a little bit more 
because there's a like, great moment where he's captured and he's just like, fucking get out of here, get help. And then he does. And I'm like, that's a great way to use him. Mm-hmm. I like it. I also like that he's still shit with the Darksaber. He sucks with that thing. Yeah. Well, it's because he doesn't really want to use it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. So let's move on to some playing. All right. I want you to go last on this. Okay. Because uh, what you were playing the other night needs to finish this. The zombies map. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. You go first. You go first. Okay. So, I bought the new WWE game. I've been playing that. And it has been a lot of fun. I really like the showcase mode. It's... So, like, the showcase is, like, an interactive um, documentary about, like, the... Like, last year was Rey Mysterio. This year is John Cena. And... Mm -hmm. Essentially, this time, instead of playing as John Cena during, like, his... Some of his greatest moments... You play as the guy that beat John Cena. So, like, the first one is Rob Van Dam versus John Cena. The next one is Kurt Angle versus John Cena. And you play as Rob Van Dam and Kurt Angle. And it's really cool. It's a great way to get to learn the mechanics and, like, relive these iconic moments. I think it's just cool. And I got... Oh, that, that's, that sounds fucking fun. It is a lot of fun. And I got the Resident Evil 4 remake, which I streamed a little bit. To which the stream crashed 30 minutes in. And, and not only did the stream crash, it's Jules got so scared she gave herself a migraine. Oh no. <laughs> I like I kept trying to tell her like this isn't like they, because the last one we played was Resident Evil 7, and that one's fucking terrifying. That that one is is horrifying, yeah. I think like that's like the most horror game of them. Yeah, so I had to I was trying to tell her like this isn't that scary, this isn't that scary, but she wouldn't believe me. <laughs> So she got so nervous, and because it was dark and the only light was from the TV, I guess, like, the, the combination of everything just kind of gave her a migraine. Oh, no, it was bad atmosphere. It was the ambiance. Yeah, so I, we had to stop, but it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to playing it more. Um, and I w I've also still been playing more Celeste, but the video is almost done. The beginner lobby video is almost done. I'm editing it as we speak. And I'm hoping to get it out this week. I wanted to get it out last weekend, but I missed the deadline. So I'm hoping to get it out this weekend. It is... I, I have 21 minutes of audio to sift through. For the for my script that I wrote. Holy shit. So it's going to be a very long video. I'm excited to make it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and I've also been playing... Speaking of more South Park. South Park Stick of Truth. Oh, hell yeah. I just, How's that been? It, dude, I fucking love that game. It's so good. It's so good. I just beat the I, part... I, I, love, I really, really love the boss fights. I just beat the part where the where um, you're on the visitor's UFO, and you're helping mm -hmm. Randy escape. And if you, Oh, my God. And if you do Simon Says wrong, it just probes him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, crazy. It's so good. Do you know, is the PC Principal fight in the first game or the second game? The second game. PC Principal wasn't oh, the character fuck. in the first game. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That that part is so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I, both games are amazing, and I'll probably play the second game, too. Mm -hmm. But what have you been playing? Um, so I haven't been playing a whole lot of 
variety. I'm playing a good amount of Black Ops 3 for solely for the zombies. I've been getting very back into zombies because of the stupid fucking AI president's memes. <laughs> um, gonna, I managed. I somehow managed to beat the Dare Eisendrac uh, Easter egg solo, which I feel like is an insane accomplishment. That is insane. Easter eggs are fucking hard. They are very hard to do. What was the There's Easter so much egg? Bullshit you have to do. Like, what was the um, end result of it? So in Black Ops 3, all of the Easter eggs are, like, story-based, based on the, uh, I don't know how familiar we are with it, but the absolutely fucking psychopathic uh, <laughs> zombie storyline. I'm familiar with Which involves, it. like, time travel and multiverses and, like, fucking, <laughs> like, Cthulhu monsters and shit. Yeah, no, I'm very, I'm um, very aware of it. It's insane and stupid. Of course I'm aware of it. Okay, okay. Um, so what happened in the Easter egg is they have to, like, collect the souls of all the original zombies characters to somehow, like, save the world, I guess. Repair the future or something like that. Um, and so what happens in, in that Easter egg is you, you get one of the characters and, like, you get their soul. Uh, okay. Uh, but the Rack is a really fun map. Now I'm trying to do the uh, Zetsubo Easter egg, which just that map's fucking terrible i hate it it's so much worse it's literally so much worse i i like don't even know is that the one with the with the spiders yeah it's got like the spiders and the fucking swamp monsters and it sucks it sucks so bad oh god that does sound like a nightmare it's just the it's just not it it's just not it um it thinks it's that guy but it's not that guy He's not that guy, though. But um, aside from the real maps, I have also been playing the fake zombies maps, which are, like, fan-made maps made by the community. And um, since I'm playing on PC, I can just install them, like, straight from the workshop, and it's, like, very, very easy. Um, and some of these maps are fucking insane. It's, like, some people will spend a lot of time making, like, real, like, creative new maps. And then some people... <laughs> some make, people make what? Uh, some people make uh, Marlboro and Whiskey, <laughs> which is the map where you're just fighting against infinite zombies while surrounded by <laughs> while surrounded by people just staring at you, fucking smoking cigs and drinking whiskey. <laughs> I can't, I like don't even know how to describe this map. It's just insane. I'm looking um, this up. And then there's some other ones. Uh, I was playing on a great map called Burger King Christmas, um, which was a lot of fun. That's a great map. Props to whoever made that map. Burger King Christmas was mm-hmm. good. Um, I was playing on the uh, the Minecraft map where you fight off like zombies, but they're for Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> uh, there, there's some really great ones. I've heard there's there's uh, there's some where, where you are Kermit the Frog fighting off the zombie horde. There, there's some really great maps, um, but I'm I'm looking forward to exploring some new ones. I I'm looking at them right now. There are some great ones. Family some fucking winners. Family Guy. Oh god, yeah. There's some some real fucking winners. Dude, I we gotta try some of these. We gotta. I also I think we can do co-op on them if we like both have the map installed. I'm not sure, but I I think it works like. Well, that. I just downloaded the Burger King Christmas one. Okay, okay, because we gotta do Burger King Christmas. That one like, looks that's, like that's... so much fun. Yeah. It's just. I love it when people make dumb shit like this. It's crazy. I, I love when people just like when when the community comes together to just make the dumbest fucking shit imaginable. It's it's really, really great. Yeah. I'm some of these like legitimately look really cool. And some of these like 
look like they're just gonna the Kermit mod. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I mean. Like there are some where it's like a really creative like new map that someone clearly put a lot of time and love into, and then there are some where it's like. I wanted to make Burger King Christmas, and I made a map where you go to Burger King and fight zombies. Shrek zombies. I just downloaded that one. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that one worries me. Oh, my God. It's going to be great, dude. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I think that's mainly all I've been playing. I haven't really been playing all that much variety yeah. Um, I hopped back on Super. Uh, actually, um, there's a Steam sale, so I got Gang Beasts. Uh, I'm sure I got Gang Beasts too. Gang Beasts. Um, it, it's it's a fun game. It, this is a great game to play with people once in a while. Like it's just fucking pure chaos. It's very fun. Um, it, it's it's just one of those shenanigans games. You know, it's a real shenanigans type game. I love a good shenanigans game. Uh, you gotta oh. love a good shenanigans game. You gotta love a good shenanigans game. But yeah, I think that's it for me. That's yeah. basically it for me. If that's it, then I think Mama's calling us up for dinner. I hear it. Yeah. So, thank you, everyone, for stopping by. We will be back next week, as always. More yeah. fun. More insanity. More... Virtual mad. insanity. Yes. I, I didn't know what the third thing was going to be. So... Uh-huh. More, step one, list. Step two. Step three, profit. <laughs> Step one, secure the keys. All right. Um, yep. Cool. All right. Good night, everybody. And get out of our house. Come back anytime.